The meaning of life is to eliminate unnecessary suffering. This is a quote from Jordan Peterson, and I think it speaks very deeply about how a normal person could leave a lasting impact on the world around them. Today I want to get into loneliness, how we can alleviate it, and how we can remove suffering from those around us in a very simple way. I'm going to read a piece by Joshua Faust. The traditional myth of small-town America is that neighbors engage in a social contract wherein they know each other, where the government or a large corporation is a distant presence that rarely intrudes into daily life. Today, this social contract of privacy has been inverted, where once Americans were anonymous to elites and transparent to their neighbors. Now corporations know everything about them, and their neighbors know almost nothing. And that is a conclusion with profound implications on the future of our country. This breakdown has been in the work for decades. In 2000, Harvard policy professor Robert Putnam published Bowling Alone, a study of the decline of trust in American communities. Putnam documented how since World War II, Americans have slowly become more and more disconnected from the traditional institutions of American life. Things like local government meetings, church services, voter participation, and union membership. Putnam argued that technology was individualizing leisure time and thus cracking down on the social bonds that hold society together. Now obviously we can't turn the clock back, and if we were to turn the clock back, there will be other problems that we have that have since been solved. But the point stands, as a culture we are perhaps more alone than we've ever been. Christians have bought into this. Like everyone else, the world has told us to turn inward, to only put effort into things that interest us, to serve ourselves, and we took them at their word. And as a result, we suffer the downsides of those beliefs. Where once we felt very connected, now we feel very isolated. Where once we felt a shared sense of meaning, now we feel alone. One of the things I decided to do to combat this in my own life is to call someone every day. The last handful of days, I've just been calling someone out of the blue every single day. And it's funny how the last few people I've called all thought that someone had died or something really huge had happened. Uh, that, like, I was in some kind of crisis. <laughs> because it was so uncommon for me to just call them and see how they're doing. I saw a study that showed that among the Amish population, depression is lower than 1%. Think about that. Wherever there is nihilism, wherever atheism spreads... Things are devalued. Things that once had value no longer have value. As we become a society oriented toward convenience, everything starts to lose value. Even down to things like music. Where once you would buy a record or a CD, and you couldn't buy every record and you couldn't buy every CD, the ones you did have had meaning to you. You listened to them from beginning to end. You listened to them over and over. They meant something to you. In today's world, all music is at your fingertips, and as a result, none of it means very much. When's the last time you listened to an album from beginning to end? In the book Brave New World, Huxley explored the fact that desire is a huge part of happiness. That if you do not have the longing for something, that if you cannot feel desire, then you can't really feel happiness. What's the point of having everything you want? if we don't know how to want at all. One of the things I learned from Dennis Prager was that not only do unmet expectations ruin happiness, but even met expectations 
ruin happiness. If you expect something to happen and it doesn't happen, well that obviously doesn't make you happy. But if you expect something to happen and it does happen, you're still not happy. Because if you expected it, you can't be grateful for it. And if you can't feel gratitude for it, it can't make you happy. Meaning does not come by pulling into your desires, by pulling in to your impulses, by pulling into yourself. Meaning comes by having something to die for, by having something to sacrifice for. I've said this before, but one of the best things that marriage has done for me, and I'm sure having kids does this even way more so, is that it kills part of you off. And as that part of you dies, the thing that grows in its place is joy is an ability to like life, to appreciate life, to actually feel the goodness of it. May we give meaning back to the things that have been drained of their meaning. That where Christianity spreads, meaning increases. The small people become big. The small things become meaningful again. May we do that one step at a time by removing people's loneliness, and as a result, try to alleviate some of their suffering. I love you guys.